Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 60, and we are talking Dragon Quest, or Dragon Warrior, however you want to do it. The first one for the NES. So, I'm just going to say it out loud. Uh, I'm sorry this is a bit late, uh, and this is going to be a shortened episode. I look, I do have everyone's comments from the Patreon, um, but the reason why this has been delayed and the reason why this is going to be a shortened one is I was in hospital yesterday. I'm okay. I'm completely okay. I've come down with like a viral infection. I'm, <laughs> doesn't sound like it at the moment, but I, I really am not feeling amazing. And for those who don't know, six about six months ago, I got diagnosed with pneumonia, and it terrified me. It was the worst thing I've ever had in my life. And I'm starting to get a bit of the same symptoms, you know, the, the shortness of breath, the tight chest, and weakness. And I was like, oh my god, is the pneumonia coming again? So I was at hospital, and I was well, I went to the local GP. They advised go to the hospital. Went to the hospital, and I think I got to the hospital about seven o'clock, and I didn't get home till about six, about quarter to six the next morning. So I haven't slept. Um, so literally. And then, obviously, as, you, as for those who know, you know, give myself, you know, get to bed now, later, the little one's up. So I'm not feeling 100%. I went back to bed eventually when she went to daycare, and I got up at 1 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm absolutely exhausted. So what I'm going to do is everyone's comments from 16 Bits of Nonsense, all the news, I'm going to make a bumper episode next week. So there'll be double the news, um, probably double the, com- the comments and the questions, and double everything. Because I don't want to. Because everyone made funny comments, and I don't want to ignore them. Um, so I'm going to do double next week. So next week, episode 61 will be a bumper episode. I'm met- letting you know now. Now, as for this week, we are doing Dragon Quest, uh, and my guest this week is Chris Copleen from the Retro um, Retro Hangover podcast. Now, Chris has always been really great to me. He's always been absolutely fantastic. He's been on so much, and he, his list of games he wants to play for the show is just so big. And we talked about Dragon Quest because I've never played it before. Like, I am a big lover of RPGs, loved obviously the Final Fantasy series, but this is the original. This is number one. This is the thing that started everything. And I went, you know what? All right, I'll give it a go. So I played the Game Boy Color version. That's the one I played. There are several different versions that you can play it on the original NES. You can play it on the Wii, the Android, Nintendo Switch. There's loads of different variations of it. But I got the Game Boy Color version. So that's what I played on. I'm not sure what Chris played it on. I can't remember the top of my head. But we had an absolute blast doing this episode. And, you know, Chris has been so good. And we he will be doing Dragon Quest 2. I have gone and now finished that. Um, so at some point... In the future, and it's not for a long time, at least another six months, I'll let you know now. Um, Chris will be back on to do Dragon Quest 2. Just going to be a while, because he's got a backlog as well. you got to respect that. And also, as I say, I don't want to do one game per franchise every six months. Otherwise, it's going to get a bit bloated, isn't it? So, as always, I'll just want, I'm just i not going to do the big plug. I'm just going to say, with Patreon, if you do the, um, subscribe for $1 every month, you get access to your own show. I'm just going to summarize this, and it's called DLC. And as a bit of a sneak peek... 
you get. Uh, I like to share what we did previously, and for episode 33, it was things that don't make sense in video gaming. Um, you know when you play any sort of RPG, you play like a platformer anyway, and then suddenly like rubble blocks your way, or like a tree blocks your way, and the character goes, oh no, I can't get past that, need to fire way around. I was like, isn't there an option for just like go over the rubble, or jump over the rubble, or especially with like trees, just go through the trees, just go around it and into the next one. So that was episode 33 of the podcast of DLC, which was things that don't make sense. Um, Next week, right, I don't think I'll have Resident Evil 4 remake done because I haven't even barely touched it because of obviously illness. So I need to try and think. Oh, actually, you know what I'm going to do is go back to Sega Mega Drive again and I'm going to do the Sega Mega Drive top 10. Now, this is my top 10 at the current moment. I know people go, well, no, there's, there's much better games. I agree with that. There, there probably are much better games. But at the current moment, for the ones I played, this will be the 10 I'll give next on Friday. Um, but that will change. As this show grows, this will change. And I'll do one eventually for the Game Boy, the Nintendo. And they will all change as time goes on because it's like playing new games, which is absolutely great. So, I again, I'm so sorry you know, everyone's coming for a longer version of the show and you're probably like, what's going on? It's a short version. So I am so sorry, but I'm just not physically, probably mentally up to it at the moment. I just need to go back to bed. Um, so yes, thank you. And again, thank you to Chris. I really do appreciate all the help him and all my guests give. It really is great. So yeah, let's just get on with it. Let's get on with the main show and I'll see you all properly next week. So before I turn the music on, I am with this one, this section, because it won't make sense next week. I am going to give everyone the chance to say what they said. And we've got two comments about Dragon Quest. First one was from Captain N. Here in North America, this was called Dragon Warrior. And I can't believe that I'll disagree with a game like this. It should have been called Dragon Quest here. And that would have been something I could get on board with. Yes, yeah, so for those who don't, don't know, it was called Dragon Warrior to begin with. I think the first few were. And then eventually it got relocalized to Dragon Quest. So that's how I've always known it as Dragon Quest. Uh, so that's why I've, I've called it that in the episode. And Pajama, who was our newest Patreon, said, So far, the only Dragon Quest game I've played is Dragon Quest Eleven, and I have to say, I absolutely loved it. The game had so much charm, and from what I can tell, seems to be a trademark for the entire franchise. The naming of spells and skills alone had me smiling, and there was some surprisingly adult-themed humor as well, looking at you puff-puff. I'm interested to see how the original holds up. Do you know what? I, I get your Puff Puff comment, and not from this game. I don't know if Puff Puff was in number one. It's definitely in number two. I'll tell you that now. Puff Puff is in number two, and I was like, um, pardon? Pardon? Puff Puff? Um, I need an adult. That's what I was generally thinking. Okay, so we've heard enough from me. I, again, I mean, really, I'm sorry. I'm just going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Chris Copling from the Retro Hangover podcast are going to be talking about Dragon Quest 1, which came out for the Nintendo Entertainment System in Japan in May 27, 1986. Jesus Christ, I was, I was in my mummy's tummy when that came out. Fucking hell, I'm old.
Returning once again and probably trying to ruin my credentials on this show is my friend Chris. How are you, sir? Oh, don't worry. I'm not trying. I already know I have <laughs> ruined your credentials on this show. I'm doing quite well, Danny. How about yourself? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you. No, I always joke like whenever I get you or Jake on, it, it, it just goes south. Things just go bad straight away. But I love it. I love it. It's great. And you need us to say there is going to be, if this is going to go downhill south at one point, because we're talking, and it sounds weird talking about this, we're talking Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior for the original. Well, it depends what console you were played it on. It came out for the NES, but I played it on the Game Boy. I don't know which console you played it for back in the day. Oh, definitely the NES, man. I, I played this. It's like, I think everyone played it for the NES if they played it here in the States. And I know it came out for the Game Boy as well, but I I don't think anyone's really tracking it by that point except for super RPG nerds like myself. Yeah, because I, I, I never saw it on the NES. I never got hold of it because I wasn't... The NES wasn't was just just at the end. I came into it this the next generation, but I wanted to play this. I've always wanted to, you know, if you were to do RPGs, you may as well go back to basics. And so I looked at what version to get, and I heard the Game Boy version was quite good. So I downloaded that and had to go at that. And I thought this was good fun. Yeah, uh, it's definitely it's definitely a game that you're going to have to have the mentality that you know you're going back to the basics in, though. You just can't run into this and expect to play, you know, Final Fantasy 15, which I don't know why you'd want to do that anyway. But you could, you know, you have to have that mentality that, yeah, this is this is the OG, man. This is the original, and you got to yeah. be prepared. This is, you're right, it's the original, and it is bare bones as anything. Like, I, I have never played an RPG as bare bones as this, and that's not its fault. I said, it was the original, it was the one that was pioneering everything. So, you, you know, you, you're back to basics, because literally you have, like, what, four options, and it's fight, magic, item, and run. I think that's it. Yep. And those are really all you need, because that's all it was in anything, really, for, like, 20 years yeah that's all you that's all you ever needed we're not messing from that thing but battles it was just one-on-one and you only had one person he did he didn't even have a name did he the hero yeah just the hero whatever you want to name them you have four characters to do it in the english version which i i think is the same in japan but it doesn't matter you have four letters you have four four letters because I, th- I went through the wikipedia and he doesn't have a name he's just called yeah he's just called the hero and he's never been officially named. And yeah, literally, it's just you and that one guy going through your little adventure. And you don't pick up anybody else. And that's it. Which was weird, because I'm not used to that in RPGs. I'm used to having a party of whether three, four, five, whatever group. And so to have just one person, and that's it. It was very weird experience for me. Yeah, I would say that's one of the reasons you have to be mentally prepared for this. is because... I remember trying to go back to this not too long ago because it had been so long since I played Dragon Warrior. And I think even the first time I really tried to revisit Dragon Warrior with an honest viewpoint on it, it's like, where are my party members? Is it just <laughs> yeah. going to be me the entire fucking time? It's, yeah, like, you are the one-man wrecking crew, and you are your healer, you are your spellcaster, and you are your attacker. Yeah, it's it's so weird. It's like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm, I'm not used to this shit. I'm used to having I'm used to having a healer. I'm used. Where's my white mage? Where's my fucking white mage? And it's just nothing. It's just you and yourself going. Yeah. And oh my god, 
Let's just say if you're not you don't like grinding, this is not a game for you. This is this is not that Jesus put that game down now. Oh, that's all this game does is force you to grind. And so you got like I love to grind. I love just sitting down, relaxing, getting to a zen mode and just grinding all day. You could say I'm one with grinder. One with don't don't say that. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That that that's a different thing. <laughs> that's You're not you you do that. You're you not a grinder, you. Danny? Um, no, sadly not. Never used grinder. Never used it. Never used Tinder. Oh. Never used anything like that, no. Let me know how grinder goes, about, though. I'm just talking about gaining levels. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't. I have no idea. There other are dating apps <laughs> are available. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. I just grind all night and grind. Just, just do it right until you can... Shoot that fireball in that monster's face. See, you have to, yeah, you have to grind because, like, in here, you go out and you think, "Oh yeah, I can beat the shit out of everything." And you really can't. Like, even the first like little area is like fucking hard as balls. And then you you realize, "Oh, I can't go over that bridge because you meet a scorpion." You're like, "Hi, Mister Scorpion," and the scorpion just fucking batters you. <laughs> It's it's not even that either. It's like you're not grinding for levels, right? No. Because you run to that scorpion, and the the thing that's really going to change that is once you get enough gold to go get the equipment you're supposed to. So as soon as you get like a better sword and better armor, you run to that scorpion again, and now you're just smacking the crap out of it. But it's the the only thing I'll say about grinding. One of the things I don't like about it is when you're fighting all those slimes. Eventually, it gets really easy, and then you think, yeah, mm-hmm. I can take on the scorpion. And the scorpion's like, no, fuck you. You don't have the right equipment yet. Yeah, and that is it. And it's like, fuck. And the punishment in this, yeah, you are right. It it is just literally get as much gold as you can. That's the whole thing. And you think, oh, I can get loads of gold. No, gold takes ages. And it's like, fuck, everything takes ages. And then if you die, which can happen, you lose half your gold, which is like, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, not even the experience makes up for to that point. Because there's it, an experience gap on this game, isn't there? Like level 30 or something? Yeah, level 30. You don't have to get to level 30 to win the game. Um, no. But yeah, level 30 is your cap. Because by that time, you will just dick it. If you got to level 30, you'll dick everything. You'll, you'll smash everything. But I don't know if you... I died only once playing this game because I kind of realized, okay, I've got to grind. And then you go back, and when you die, you go back to the king. And the king mocks you for dying. I was like, he basically was like, "Oh, that wasn't very good." I was like, oh, "Fuck you, then. You do this, you you do this, dickhead." I mean, you didn't die technically. I mean, you got resurrected at the castle. When you think about it, do you, do you ever really die? You just get knocked out or something. But that's like resurrected. That was what I was, was like. Resurrection means you revived you from dead. I guess I don't know. I mean, but yeah, the king is just kind of like. You know he's a fat piece of shit. He's got to be a, a lazy piece of shit. He's just sitting there, and it's just like I don't want to. All, all my nights suck. I can't do anything. You you go do it. And yeah. Then he's just like, why did you fail, dude? Why did you fail, bro? Yeah. Like you suck. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna send a pl- you know a platoon of of knights to go solve this problem. No, we'll just send one. One will do. That's all we need. Yeah. That, that always gets you the RPGs. Send a fucking army. No, no, no. We'll send three or four. That'll do. 
At least he's like a hero of legend and not like in a Final Fantasy where it's a bunch of Moppets running around like 16 years old and being heroes of the century. Oh, like, God, yeah, yeah. I'm a thief and now I'm a hero. I was stealing I was stealing from my local 7-Eleven and now I'm killing God. <laughs> and now I'm killing God. <laughs> Do you know what? I've just finished Final Fantasy 3 and yeah, that's what it feels like. They're all just like these kids like out of nowhere. Here, save the world. It's like, what? That that yeah. that is literally the plot of Final Fantasy three. He says, "I am here now. I go save the world." The fuck? Yeah, I mean that's that's essentially the plot of this game too. It's you're there, the princess is captured, and you gotta go save the princess. But you can save the princess or not save the princess, and that's not really the final boss either, which is nice. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, saving the princess optional. You you don't yep. have to save her. You can just fuck her off and go. Nah, the dragon can have her. That's fine. Fuck you. Yeah. And the, the main the, the main guy is Dragon Lord, L- lovely name. But he's the main bad guy here. Is a guy called Dragon Lord, um, and yeah, basically you can see him. You can see his castle quite early on, but you've got to get items to make a bridge, um, to get over there. But mm-hmm. he once once you get over there, that is it. He is the final boss. No secret, no secret things. But the whole thing is literally like listen. The plot's bare bones and basic, but again, I'm not criticizing it for that. And I can't criticize it for any of its mechanics because it was the first, it was trying something new. There was nothing else to compare it to. I think you can criticize it. I think it's fair to criticize it because, like, we, we do live in a time that we've moved well beyond it, honestly. Like, if you look at it at a critical eye and be like, if you were going to play this today, what would you think of it? But you can't be like, well, why didn't they do that? I think in yeah, that yeah, sense, yeah. you can't really go after it, but. Yeah, it's. I actually like its simplicity, though, dude. Like, it's like everything's so simple. You just you hit fight, he fights, and the magic spells are really basic, and your items are really basic. You don't have to worry about finding the the min max of trying to get them at their highest stats or finding oh, yeah. some item that gives you some special ability. Now everything's out there in the open for you to do, and it's yeah, it's very it, easy to understand. It's all there, and as you said about like stats and all that, like I just I'm currently going through Bravery Default Two. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, that is stat heavy. I'm like, gee, what this does this, that does this, overload, fuck, fuck, what? And you got like abilities where it's like your magical defense is up by fifteen percent three turns. It's like, oh for fuck's sake, all this shit going <laughs> on. Where whereas this is like, hit it. Just, just, just hit it with your sword and don't worry. That'll do. Yeah, like the real strategy of fighting any boss, really, or just monster, is just making sure you don't die. That your hit yeah, points that don't is it. Yeah, make sure your hit points don't die. And if you think you can just run away easily if you're in trouble, no, no, no. The enemy's like, nah, where are you going? No, no. <laughs> That's one thing I noticed. Was like, wow, I, I, running is not easy in this game. I was like, oh shit, I'm, I'm gonna get fucked over here. You better be per- kill- You better be prepared to kill every fucking thing. Yeah, literally go into this sort of mindset as I'm gonna. I am basically gonna purge this earth of everything. If you don't go in with that mindset, you're in trouble. And because yeah, they will literally stop you from running. And if you need to, be, if you go in the wrong area it's when you're not ready, you're dead. And it's like fuck, like fuck, 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 fuck. And it's it's hard. It's it's it's. It's a hard game if you're trying to do this at minimum levels. Jesus, it'd be very hard. Yeah, it's, the game definitely wants you to grind. As you said, at minimum levels, if you're not sitting around and just trying to get experience points and gold at every available opportunity, this, the minute you try to advance, 
just a little beyond where the game wants you to, it's going to let you know, and it's yeah. not going to give a shit. No, and it's gonna gr- essentially then become this huge grind fest. Like eventually, it got to Dragon Lord, and yeah, that house had all the best weapons and armor I could have at that point. But even then, I was like, no, we can't do it. And it just becomes a huge grind fest to get to the right level. Like basically, and then once you get to the the, the final the, the right level, the final boss becomes a joke. So okay, I can do this, and it's it's not too hard. But it's literally it's either right. you are the right level, or you're not. It's simple as that. So I don't know what it's like in the Game Boy version. I know it's like this way in the Super Nintendo version. But do you can you still only save at the king? Yeah, and it's a right dick. It's such a <laughs> such a dick. So you can do like pause the game sort of thing. You can put it in like that you know temporary save, and that's it. So you can you can do a temporary save. But then if you die after that temporary save, you go back, you know, you go back. So you can't just, so it's a pain in the arse. So yeah, the king is the only way. All I can say is, thank God the PS Vita got sick and had save states. Oh no, the poor PS Vita. The poor poor PS Vita. Poor PS Vita getting so sick and having the game on there with so many games on there. Yeah, if you're (laughs) going to play, if you're going to play this now, freaking emulate it. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that you can definitely criticize is that king being the only save point. So every single time you find another location or you need to grind another location, you have to grind there, and then when you're done grinding, you have to go all the way back to the king, yeah, and save, and then go all the way back to where you're going. So you said, yeah, you got to Dragon Lord. You found out where Dragon Lord was. Well, in order to prepare, you have to go all the way back to the first city, prepare, and yeah. then you have to just make the trek all the way back to the final dungeon it's just like today that'd be called padding (laughs) yeah definitely padding and then while you're walking it's like let's just say the um spawn rate or the random battle encounter mode is through the roof it's like you took you took three steps battle you took a step battle it's like oh for fuck's sake this is the other question go go ahead well you get you do get a spell you get a spell which you can basically like kind of like access like a repel, but that only works like fucking 10 steps. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, and you want to conserve your magic points because you want to heal yourself yeah. for that final battle if you're on that last run. De- oh, definitely. And I said, yeah, eventually, like, you, you need your spells. Like, I'd say, do not use them for. You've got Fireball, or in the Game Boy version, Fireball. Um, don't use um, your Fireballs. You you need it for healing. <laughs> yeah, you definitely you definitely want to put some salve on your fireballs instead of just throwing them out there. I See, I say I that sucks. I, I, yeah, well, we all try. <laughs> I know. We we it we say too hard. We say in the Game Boy version, fireball because the, if bow. you know, I'm sorry, fireball, fireball because it didn't have the an, an, enough space on the text box, so they had to change loads of shit. So. In you would have played it. So when they talk about the hero, they talk about this hero of lore, and he's called Erdrick, which is like a legend mm-hmm. in in Dragon Quest, Dragon Hero. It's it's like Dragon Warrior, it's like legendary name. But they couldn't fit that, so they called him Lotto in the Game Boy version. Right, and that was confusing. Yeah. His, confusing as shit. I was like, who's Lotto? And then when you play Final Fantasy, it says I think it says uh, Lotto is dead. When you go to one of the grave sites in one of the cities, I think in the El- in Elfheim. Oh, really? I never yes. realized that. Yeah, 
so yeah they, they were poking fun at each other back then that's now, good good fun one of the questions you said you played the game boy version it's been a long time since i played it yes in that version do you have to when you, do you have to open up a menu every single time you want to go down the stairs or through a door oh no you can just go in why did you have to open a menu in the NES version, yeah, you do. If you want to open a door or you want to go downstairs or even talk to anybody, you have to open up your menu first and then select what you want to do to what's ever in front of you. Oh, that's a dick. That's, that's, <laughs> pa- Jesus, that's painful. Imagine that in real life conversation and you you come to someone, hang on, let me just get my menu. Do I want to open this door? Yes. No. Oh, bad. I say, okay, you can... Why did they think that was a good idea? Why did they think, think, oh, fuck. They didn't know anything. They didn't know any better. You're talking about, uh, I think it's Yuji Hori. I don't know who was the guy who made the game. But, like, he, well, I know he made the game, but I don't know if he drew the inspiration from this. He worked on text adventures and stuff like that for the Famicom. And that was his inspiration for these games. So I think that's all they knew. Yeah, I suppose when you look at it like that, if they're using a text-based adventure then yeah, it's going to be, isn't it? It's going to be the basis of it. Yeah. Oh, but, that, uh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. And they also had I like... Can't, I can't play that. They, oh, they also had like, even in the Game Boy version, you had limited items. So, you know, it's not like an, an RPG now where you've got like Hermione's bag, which carries absolutely everything. You had limited shit and that was it. So you could only carry, I think it was like six potions and it was only so many of so many items. So it was like, fuck, this is really hard. And you had to basically really prepare yourself. You know, to be honest, though, it's more realistic than you have in more modern RPGs. They're just like, yeah, you can carry unlimited items. Like, where the fuck are they putting all these things? Well, that's like, the thing. Where's it go? Them? Well, that's the, you are right, though, because, like, it is realistic. And it's like the whole Pokemon thing. There's only so many, like, the, the item bag. There was only so many things you could do in Pokemon. And annoying as shit it was when you played Pokemon. Some of the things they had, the sense of, yeah, limited items in your bag or your PC, you, your box was full and you had to change box. That was, that's that's actually quite realistic. It's a pain in the ass, but that's what it would be like. Yeah. Like, you can only carry six potions. Like, why can't I carry 255 <laughs> of every item? It's like, well, I don't know where you're stuffing it, dude, but... <laughs> or you have a bottomless backpack and at least hey i'll say that about games that at least have some sort of macguffin be like yeah like we have a magical backpack that just goes into eternity that's strapped yep. here uh but other games are like you know what we're just we're just putting it everywhere we can and that's why we have all these items yep some it's of like them might get a little sticky it's oh it's hermione's backpack basically as long as you just basically i have hermione's backpack it should be an item for all games here is Hermione's backpack from Harry Potter, which you can put everything in. Because, yeah, you wonder, you buy, like, oh, let's say 10 swords. Like, okay, you're just going to walk around with 10 swords. It, I mean, it, why not? Well, why not? Stabbing. That would be that would look quite cool, you know, to walk around with 10 swords. But, okay, you've got, um, I'm going to buy 10 sets of bow and arrows, 10 battle axes, 100 knives... Now the whole party of two people are going to carry all this. Can you imagine fighting makes them sense. in a battle? <laughs> makes makes total sense. Like, yeah, I ha- haven't you seen all those people walking around town with you know five hundred five hundred guns on their on their person? <laughs> well, probably not in Australia. I mean, definitely here in the states. Yeah, they're just literally walking tanks, and the police are like, "Nah, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Nothing wrong. No. You imagine, imagine seeing that like in Dragon Quest World, someone walking around with a million swords on them. It's like, right, they're, they're obviously here for a battle. You're like, they're obviously here for a fight. It's like, hello, commoner. What do you want to do? It's like, fuck are you doing, Sell. dickhead? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take my swords off me? Yes, better add. Fuck. What I will say, though, like, a good thing about this game is that it's an RPG that won't require a walkthrough for the most part. All the NPCs are super helpful. All of like the information you get uh, is pretty straightforward. And the map just kind of, the way it's laid out, you don't really have to think about where you have to go next. Yeah, it is relatively straightforward. It's like, okay, I go up, I go right. I'm not getting, there's no side dungeons. There's, or I should say, no like special dungeons. It is pretty self-explanatory where you need to go. Um, I think sometimes a map would be handy in a dungeon. Because you don't have, like, you only have, like, limited access, limited vision. And when unless you get a torch, you just oh, see. Oh, yeah. And that's, even with yeah, a torch. Even with a torch, you're like, oh, I can see fucking. Again, that makes sense. Because <coughs> you're in a cave. But it's like, fuck. This is a dick. Which way am I going? Have I been this way? I don't know. Just give me a Did map. Did you just say he was navigating with his dick? No, well, no, I said, this is a dick. Do you know what, though? We'll get on to oh. the dick. The di- the big thing in the room, the dick. Now, you didn't play this, and I mentioned this a while ago when we were talking about it. If you play the Game Boy version, did you happen chance to watch this on YouTube? No, I haven't. What's right. That? If you play the YouTube version, when you get a sword, right, what color mm-hmm. should a sword be? Realistically, what color is a sword? You know, silver, gray, there's something metallic. Yep, that sounds sound. That makes sense. Not in the Game Boy version. They dubbed it what pink. It? They gave it pink tinge. Oh, so nice flesh sword. It's a flesh sword, and when you're walking round, let's say you've got your what's the bit the the handly bit. You've got your holdy handle. Then you've got the bit <laughs> that goes across. I can't think of the name of it. Then the blade. So what do you think it looks like when you're walking around town and walking around to battle? I just think it's funny you called the hilt the handily bit when talking about a giant dildo sword. It's a dildo sword. You are walking around with a huge dildo sword. And if you think I'm just saying that just to get a bit of shock and awe for the show, go and just YouTube a walkthrough of the Game Boy version. And within two minutes, you'll go, holy shit. He is walking around with a dildo, and I'm not going to get that image out of my head. So I had to play the how many hours I played this game, walking around with a dildo, hitting people with a dildo. It's like Saints Row. Everyone <coughs> loved it there. <laughs> we haven't worked in Saints Row. Yeah. And yeah. basically, I'm going shop to shop, asking shopkeepers, Hello, sir, can I have the most powerful dildo in your arsenal? I need it now. It almost sounds like, never mind, it sounded like, instead of arsenals, it sounded like you said something else. Arse. Dildo in, in arse. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I mean, just, like, you have to think. What makes a dildo more powerful than Flames. another dildo? Flame dildos. Is, is it the size? Is it the girth? Is it? Does it have, like, vibration? What, sure. what would make it a, a stronger product? A str- Surely the girth. Surely the girth of a dildo. It's got to be girth. The weight, yeah. It's got to be that weightiness, isn't it? You yeah. know, you, you've got to think. And then you can obviously get the flaming dildo later on, which is a very good weapon. You can also get Lotto's wep- Lotto's dildo. When you get Lotto's dildo, you're in. You, you, you're done. I mean, that's the dildo of your ancestors. 
That is so. the dildo of our ancestors. And then when you fight the Dragon Lord, he even asks, can I have the Lotto's dildo? You could give him Lotto's dildo. Well, you are trying to shove it into him. You know, it is it is your weapon. It is. And eventually you shove it into him so much he then dies. And that's the end of the game. So that's fantastic. The that That's the end. Although there was... As we, <laughs> oh, I ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> Oh, this honestly, you think I'm making this up? Watch the Game Boy version, and you'll go right. Yep, yeah, get it. He basically he walks one way, right, and it looks yeah. like he's giving you a waggy finger. He's telling people off as he's walking because the sword's on his other side. Oh, but if it you... waggles too. Well, no, no. From one side, it looks like you can basically see the tip, and it looks like he's giving it. Look, that looks like his finger, and he looks like he's going round. I don't know why I'm doing it because you can't see me. It looks like he's going yeah. round, going no naughty kids, naughty kids, naughty you. But then when you turn it around the other way and you walk in the other direction, it's the full dildo experience, like dildo, dildo. It's <laughs> just it's waggy. It's like you, hey kids, come over here, look at my dildo. No, 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 come over here this way, walk this way. Here's my dildo. There we go. No, no, you're walking the wrong dildo. Like, I just, I could not. And I even showed the wife, who hates gaming, I said, what's that look like? And she went, penis. I went, thank you. Thank you. It looks like a penis. It's ridiculous. That's why, all the, that's why all the women NPCs want to help you in every town. Well, we say this, right? The end of the game, the princess, if you do save it, right? The princess yeah. basically, oh no, there's it. You basically save it, and she goes, I love you. And that's it. She falls in love with you. She gives you an item where she can basically track your experience and tracks how... This is fucking creepy. I know it's, a, it's needed for an item, but still, it, on premieres, it's fucking creepy. She basically mm. says, I'm so many steps south and so many steps west, east, north of you. Gives you an exact location of how far she is away from you. It's like, that is creepy, has bitch. Wow. Like, after you rescue her or before you rescue her? After you I, rescue her. I don't remember her. this bit. After you rescue her, because that I, the item essentially is needed to find mm-hmm. a hidden item. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. But on the but on the idea of it, because basically there's an item and you need to go so many steps south, so many steps north of her, her, west of her location. That's how you use it. But then if you just look at it, she's basically got a GPS on you. And she constantly tells you she loves you, and you've only met her once. Yeah, and yeah, that's a stage stage five clinger, man. Like that's something you got to, you got to nip off at the bud right there. Like you well, can't that, be having that. But the problem is, is at the end of the game, the end of the game, she basically throws herself at you and says, because mm-hmm. the king says, "Do you want my land?" Basically, and he's like, "Nah, I'll go make my own." And the princess goes, "Take me with you. I love you." And you can say no, which I did, but it doesn't work. She gets pissed off. And you have to take her with you. Um, but thou must. Oh, yeah. And she goes on and basically, yeah, you have a family. Because that's what Dragon Quest 2 is. Are the descendants of those kids, of the, that couple. I mean, I guess you don't have to rescue her at all, though. We don't have to, no. You can let the dragon You can let the dragon just sit there and eat her. But I was too nice of her. Oh, I'll go see what happens. It's like, oh. But to be fair, if I didn't save it, I wouldn't have got that item. So it would have been an absolute ball ache. Because would have had to Google, right, where is it? Where have I got to stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess after the first time you play it, you can just kind of bypass it and be like, nah, you're you're a little clingy. I don't want, I don't want to deal with you. She's probably yeah. very impressed by your by your sword dildo. By my, that is it. I think, to be fair, if someone came to me and beat, beat a dragon with a sword dildo, I'd be freaking impressed. 
I'd be wow. Okay, that's 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 I epic mean, level. I mean, I think I I prefer to be saved by someone who defeated the dragon with a pocket pussy. <laughs> Imagine that in folklore, they'd be definitely trying to remove it, wouldn't they? You know, they say like he beat them with his bare hands. Imagine that in like the Bible, he beat them with a pocket pussy. <laughs> there it is. How do you even beat someone with a pocket pussy? Like we know how to do it with a dildo. Like you just like, letters how do you in the comments it effectively. Letters in the comments, please. I want a letter. Someone write that for sixteen bits of nonsense. Well, this is how you. you if you haven't listened to this show, well, last week you said how did you beat someone with a pocket pussy? This is exactly how you do it. I did it last week. Yeah. You do it like an Iron Maiden, so you have like spikes in there. So once you insert whatever you put into it, you just press a button and it just clamps down. <laughs> but imagine the idea of that, right? So you're gonna go to the dragon, hope it's a male. Yeah. And then, right, dragon, I need to, I need to dodge you here. Like, imagine that cloud jumping around, like in Final Fantasy Advent Children, jumping around. So, what are you doing, Cloud? I'm looking for its dick. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just trying to get this book off the books. Doesn't just, a dragon like have a cloaca or whatever it's called? Or I don't know. I don't like, look don't at. Really have... I don't look at dragon's genitalia. Do you? I don't know. I mean, you'd have to if you were trying to fight it off with a pocket pussy. <laughs> Just hope it's not Knuckles and he has five of them. Oh, yeah, the kid, the penis. I forgot all about that. <laughs> One's not enough. I need four more pocket pussies. <laughs> Go back to the... That's why you can only have six items in the shop. They exactly. knew it was a potential. You could fight an echidna and you need... Oh, the poor... <laughs> they knew that was an enemy and it's not. That was but it the beta. Been. That was the, that was the beta. <laughs> there was an echidna in the game, but they decided, no, no, we're going to cut that. We, we need it gone. Do you know what? Some of the enemies in this game, they haven't got that many enemy types, have they? It's like, oh, we'll just no, use, like, don't. Metal Scorpion, Scorpion. Did you ever find Goldman? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I run into the Goldman quite often, honestly. Oh, what a legend Goldman is. Oh, yeah. It completely saves your... I wouldn't say saves the game, but makes it a lot more easier since most of the grinding you do is for gold anyway. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic. When you find Goldman, it's like, yay, hello, Goldman, and you can just beat him for, like, 500 gold and then just keep fighting him. You get no experience, but, oh, my God, the gold just makes it so much easier. Once you get that, you're in. You just That just solves the problem. Because you are right. There's a, once you get the best armor and the weapon for that area, you can move forward and actually carry on with your adventure and do shit. Because otherwise, no, you're not going to make it. You're going to have limited... Uh, you can go into a dungeon, you've got to gamble. Because you're going to have limited med- magic points, you're going to have limited items to recover. And if you're not ready, you're just not making it. And it's a waste, as I said, it's a waste of time then. Oh, especially with some enemies that like to cast magic spells against you. They suck. They can go They can go suck a, a uh, sword dildo. Sword dildo. But that's the thing, the, the magic in here is broken. Any enemies that can use magic, it's so powerful. And then you get it your is. fireball, and it's not that good in comparison. No. I found myself, like, not using magic whatsoever, except for healing. It just felt like a waste most of the time. So what yeah. it really came down to is how to plot fighting certain enemies and just which ones you need to kill first, if there is different types. And then hopefully getting getting killing those enemies in, in less and less amounts of turns so sometimes you have to find an enemy will take three turns and every single time they they hurt you they hurt you bad and those yeah. are the enemies towards the end of the game that just suck 
yeah, there are towards <laughs> the end of the game in the ca- in Dragon Lord's castle, you fight a lot of monsters. Like there's a lot to that dungeon. It's not like I'll just walk straight to the beginning and go I'll go through quickly. You've got a lot to do, so you need to make sure you if you're not at the right level, you're not going to do it because you need to make sure really you go into that battle full health. You go in just using you just get to the stage where potions will heal you because you need all. You I think full cure is one of the um, spells you need that because that battle oh, if, you, if you're not ready if you're level 30 you'll you'll smash the final boss but if you're not level 30 you need it because he'll use he'll use full cure as well or whatever it was in the the game boy like full because it couldn't fit it in the text <laughs> it's like he uses it's honestly it's a joke but he will he will use it and it becomes like a battle of attrition really he's got unlimited use of that move so you basically just got to make sure you're hitting him more than he's healing because it's a right dick. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to for the original Dragon Warrior. It is a, a game of attrition. It's just hoping you outlast all the enemies because there's there's really not that much of a strategy to anything. Make sure you have your healing items. Make sure you keep your magic up and make sure you always have the best equipment because if you don't, you're probably going to die. Yeah, you will. And, you know, being the first one, this wasn't made by Square, it was made by Enix. Uh, so if, if people, because some people were thinking, well, isn't it Square Enix? But they were two separate companies back then. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, the Dragon Quest series, like, fair play for Square buying them because or getting involved with them because, like, you've got two of the best franchises. Let's just have them under one roof, smart asses. And, you know, they, they are what, Dragon Quest Eleven we're on now. And um, you know, it's like you look at Final Fantasy. They're, they're both the legendary series. I think Final Fantasy came out the year after, and it definitely took a lot from this game. And I think a lot of RPGs did take a lot from this going forward. But whereas yes. I'd, I'd say Final Fantasy One is definitely a definitely a better time. But this did lay the groundwork for a lot of those games. I, I don't know in the I know in the Game Boy version going forward. I don't know about the original artwork. Was the original artwork done by Akira Toriyama? Or was it just like essentially from you know, the Game Boy onwards? No, I mean the all the artwork going back to the original one in 1986 was Akira Toriyama. Was it? Was it because I know that he kind of went? He didn't in the first game, not for the Dragon Warrior box art. It definitely wasn't. But then going for Dragon Quest when it was remade for the Game Boy, it's definitely that Dragon Ball artwork, which I've always been in awe of because I obviously love Dragon Ball. But it's so good to see it. So that's one reason I've always kind of drawn to Dragon Quest. Like, but I'm like, oh, do I play it? Do I play it? But then Final Fantasy's like, no, don't, don't get tempted by Akira Toriyama's artwork. Play me, you bastard. I'm the bigger game. But now I'm like, I, I always said I've got to play this game before I die. And now I'm like, I've got to play the other Dragon Quests. I've got to play them. Yeah, you can. I think you can skip two though. You don't really have to play two. Well, that's the thing. Do I play two for the sake of the show, or do I just go to three? Because, like, I know, is it five? There are so many good ones. I get five seems to be decent. There are so many different ones. I think you do get one of the Dragon Quests you do play as Erdrick, so it's a prequel, but you do get to play the Hero of Law. That's Dragon Quest three. Is that Dragon Quest three, is it? And and what, because I think Smash Brothers, when, um, they did the DLC and it was the hero that tipped my interest because you had four different heroes in one and I thought that was clever yeah they I don't know which ones they use I think they use three eleven eight and I don't know the other one might be five but I'm not sure that's clever they oh, could have just one. I think it's the first one 
Well, everyone was like, we want Erdrick, Erdrick, Erdrick for Smash. And then eventually, yeah, he's in along with the others. I was like, that's clever. That's how you do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you you make everyone happy that way with that one. Well, maybe not people who haven't played Dragon Quest, but you definitely make Japan happy. Oh, you definitely make Japan happy. Because I said, this was a, well, this was a huge hit in Japan. It was massive, the Dragon Quest series, but you not in, so much in the West. I said, I never really knew what Dragon Quest was or Dragon Warrior. I had no idea what it was. And it was, a, I said, a long time I can until I even saw what it was. And it probably was only when I noticed the dragon, the artwork was when I actually saw and noticed Dragon Quest. But again, you know, we only had the Super, well, we had the Super Nintendo. I, I can't even think of how the shops looked back then. Oh, I wish someone had taken photos for me in my local Woolworths. I would have loved to go back to those times again. Take me back to those times, the Super Nintendo. Shit, just take me back to the 90s, man. Fuck, fuck today. Oh, the, <laughs> I can live without it. Oh, the 90s, the 90s was great. so good. Oh, it's the best time to be alive. Kids today don't know. They think their childhood's good. You have no idea. Literally I think the kids 90s. today think their childhood sucks, actually, which is kind of sad. That's true. Yeah. Like, it's not the same. They just don't... No. Yeah, they've got a bit of a crap time, haven't they, really? Whereas I'm looking at I'm looking at my wall. I've got The Legend of Zelda. I've got Leonardo sitting here. I've got Scorpion sitting here. I was like, fuck, we had the good old... And Spider-Man, the Spider-Man old cartoon. We had it so good. Oh, it was amazing. So I guess they didn't do anything over... Well, the UK didn't get anything in terms of, like, Japanese RPGs. But you know, in like the United States, that there was a time that if you subscribed to Nintendo Power, you got a free copy of Dragon Warrior. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, doing a bit of research. So, were you one of those people back in those days? Oh no, I was I was too young because it was coming out in ninety eighty nine or ninety or something like that, and I couldn't be fucking bothered. I didn't get Nintendo Power either. I had Game Informer, I think, and I didn't get that till a little bit later. But that's why it's so ridiculously cheap over here in the states. That's why they. I don't know if it's as cheap anymore because of you know pandemic and all that bullshit. Yeah. But you, you used to be able to get a copy of Dragon Warrior from anywhere from five to ten bucks. Oh really? Yep. I suppose yeah because everyone got a copy of it. But it was a good way for like because we never got Nintendo Power. We didn't have anything like that. We had like the I think we had the Nintendo official magazine and but never Nintendo Power. But what a way to try and introduce it to the West. You know, here you go. Here's a free copy. Smart. Yeah, I think it was mostly, it wasn't even, like, for good reasons. I think they thought that it was going to sell, like, hotcakes here in the United States because it eventually ended up selling, like, hotcakes in Japan. We all know that. You know, there's mm. a story behind that, too. But it just didn't sell. So they're like, holy shit, we have all this excess inventory because Nintendo published it. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? Oh, let's give it out a free game with our magazine. And... I think this actually, Dragon Quest did more to get, well, Dragon Warrior did more to get people Nintendo Power in their hands than Nintendo Power did to get Dragon Warrior in people's hands. Oh, fucking, and it's, it's a scary thing, really, because you look at, you know, by those points, getting you couldn't just contact the Japanese market, you know, you just couldn't access it. It was always, like, letters and, you know, you hear stories and stuff, whereas now you can just find that information straight away. But, yeah, we, we did not know this stuff this sort of stuff and you know it's a shame because we weren't rpg nuts i know japan are rpg nuts and you know you look at how the gaming dynamics changed 
and what oh, games yeah. they they got to play and what games we enjoyed like now yeah we we have kind of similar interests which is great so a new dragon quest game comes out yeah people will play it over here same with final fantasy people will play it both ways and it's just it's a shame that we never got the hype like look at the final fantasy the story of final fantasy that's prime you know the whole one two three saga that is a prime example of how the west just did not weren't into rpgs which is such a shame yeah not until seven really yeah it wasn't until seven yeah yeah once seven released then all of a sudden people are like oh yeah rpgs are great kind of (laughs) yeah it's like dickheads there's been plenty of good examples of good rpgs from the west you don't you just not looked at those the east you've just not seen them like frick i've just i've just gone through two and three of final fantasy and i'm doing five um and they're good games yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to talk to you about them. I'll talk about them with you because I'm yeah I'm a big fan of the Final Fantasy series, but you know Dragon Warrior itself. It's a shame that it didn't really latch on because nowadays you try to go to revisit this the series the way that if you really want to do it properly, uh, the NES games are just ridiculously expensive outside the first one. We didn't get five and six over here initially. Uh, we got seven. And uh, then we've gotten everyone since then except for 10. But even, like, you go back and you try to get the originals for a lot of these games because they didn't sell a lot, you're going to yeah. be coming out out of pocket really heavily. Yeah, and and this is the thing. I got asked a question on, on 16 Bits of Nonsense about... It was from Captain N, and he said, like, what do I think of um, emulation? And it's one of them. If I, if I can get it and it's not taking the piss, I will mm-hmm. try and get it. But can you imagine trying to get hold of, like, say, Dragon Quest two or three? It's like to play it just for an episode of the show. But like, fuck! Like, you, you, it's and it's so expensive. Some of these games. It's like, why? Why is because that no one so expensive? It back then. Yeah, no and it becomes so them. rare, and then it becomes yeah. so because like people might want to play these games, you know, just not not to sell, not to collect, just to actually have the experience, and the, they can't play it. And Nintendo won't put. They they might have now, but they won't put like some of these old games. Like just put them, put some of these old games that we can play on your systems and let us you know download them at a reasonable price. I'd love that. No, I I completely agree. That's all they got to do really is put them on, you know, modern consoles and cheaply. I mean they they've been trying to, but because it's Square Enix, all these games that are really old. Yeah, they're putting out the remastered versions of them, but they're typically like thirteen fourteen dollars a piece. And look, these can be fantastic games, but I think that's a little much for just the Super Nintendo version slapped onto a ROM on a newer console. That's yeah. why you do have people say, yeah, I would rather emulate it. Yeah. Well, last thing, I I, I, um, I know we're kind of going off topic a little bit. Well, it's kind of relevant. Yeah, I huge was playing, tangent. <laughs> huge tangent. But I, I, I played Final Fantasy II. I, played the, I actually played the remastered version. Um, the repixel version, it's to say, I played it on my phone, and the Final Fantasy III one, I got the DS version, but yeah, they the the repixelated version was like over twenty dollars here, whereas mm-hmm. the three D one was about ten. So I was like, "Fuck!" The three D one looks better than the repixelated just because it's three D. I was like, "Fuck!" That's only like what five pound back in England, but you know, do you want to pay so much money for some of these games? Just no. just give us the originals for like what they were. I, fair enough. If you want to redo them, I can understand that. But if you want to basically give us the original argument, speak. So let's say Final Fight Three. Let's put Final Fight Three on the Super Nintendo. It's five dollars. If you want it, there it is. I think that's reasonable. 
No, I think that's incredibly reasonable. Just throw it on there, five bucks. You can't really complain. Even though people love to complain about Nintendo, like every single time you move to a new console, you need to pay them. That is bullshit. But at least mm. like their NES games are about you know five bucks a pop. Yeah, just put the whole every game. <coughs> they'll, they'll essentially, and this isn't just for the Nintendo. This is for any you know PlayStation whatever. It's oh, basically course, yeah. have all your games on a stick. They must have them like literally on a memory card somewhere. And literally put them on the system. Like, I want to play, say, Street Fighter 3. I want to play that. But the only way I can get that is if I pay $40 for the anniversary collection. That's the only way I can get hold of it. I'm like, fuck off. I'm not paying $40 for the one game. I know you get others, but there's only one game I want on there. I'm not paying that. Ridiculous. What, the original Street Fighter? No, no, Street Fighter 3. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, the original Street Fighter. I don't know, I don't know how the hell I'm getting hold of that. Don't. <laughs> oh, it's being covered. It's gonna be covered one day. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You're a fighting game nut, so I, I know I'm, you're going to see the original Street Fighter on your show sometime and cry and just go, "What? What? what? No, no, no! I'm not playing this. I'm just gonna fucking hurt." But I, you know, again, I got to play this, and I ha- I emulated it just because I could not get hold of a Game Boy version. Um, but also because I'd heard. The save states saving is a pain in the ass. I was like, just put it on the Vita. Just just put it on my Vita. It's a much just easier time. Just play with save states, exactly. Vita, you can put it on your uh, PSP or your Retroid Pocket or whatever the fuck. I'm surprised you didn't play the Super Nintendo version. Do you know what? I didn't actually know there was a Super Nintendo version uh, at first. I, it was only later, that, I, but I kind of thought, do you know what? Let's mix up the games a little bit. Let's try the different versions. So I thought, why not just try the Game Boy version? Let's see what it's like on an old Game Boy. And because I haven't okay. played a Game Boy game for, eh. and I actually had a good time with it. Yes, it does. It no way looks as good as the Super Nintendo version. Or you can actually no. Do you know what? I was going to say because they've redone Dragon Quest One for the Switch. If you want to play this, yes. play the Super Nintendo version. It looks better because the character sprite is like all HD, you looks really cool, but the rest of the game doesn't look like that. So I'm like, ugh, it just looks jarring. So if you're going to play it, play the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, because it's the mobile port, and all these ports that they always put to mobile look like shit. So just avoid the mobile port at all costs. Just, yeah. Like I said, the, the pixelated versions, the re- re-pixelated versions of Final Fantasy look good. The Dragon Quest one, no. It does not look good. Super Nintendo. No. Super Nintendo. Well, That's the if, way to go. if you had to score this then out of the original 10 out of 10, how would you be giving it? What am I scoring? Am I scoring the NES version? Whatever version you played. Yeah, so you did the NES version, didn't you? No, I mean, the most recent one I played is the Super Nintendo version. We'll do that but, one then. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so first of all, don't play the NES version. So I'm not going to give my rating there. I'm just going to say don't play it. But if you're... <laughs> It's it's it it takes a lot of going back to. It's really hard to play. But if you're talking about the Super Nintendo version, which looks a lot better than the NES version, has a lot of control improvements. You don't have to open a menu every single time you want to open a door or go downstairs. It's really simplistic, so I can't give it too high, even though I, I like to pay respects to the OG. It's mm. just, there's not a lot there. There's not a lot of meat on the bone, as I, I've heard some people say on... Uh, on other the... popular gaming podcasts. So I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 6.5. I'm going to give it a 6.5. Yeah, do you know what? I was, I'm going to give it a 7. Um, I did okay. enjoy myself, and yeah, it, there isn't um, there isn't a lot of meat on the bone. 
Um, as I always say to our sister, I say sister, it's an unofficial sister account because we are, as I described, the shitter unofficial Australian version of Remember the Game. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah, there's not a lot to it. And I did enjoy it. There was no point I was like, I'm actually not enjoying myself. I did. I enjoyed myself for all, And I actually felt quite glad that I've actually played this before I died because I'm an RPG nut. And so to play the original RPG and say, yep, I've done it, um, was meant a lot to me. I said, yeah, would I go back to it? No, I would not. It's done. I'm not going back there again. But I did enjoy it. So I give it a seven. Yeah. I still enjoy playing it, but I can't recommend it to other people. Yeah, I'd say if you're going to play it, play the Super Nintendo version. Otherwise, you're going to Agreed. have me- weird text. You're going to be walking around with a dildo. Well, if you want to walk around with a dildo hand, you can if you play the Game Boy version. Again, if you think I'm lying, just Google it. Just Google it, and you'll see it straight away and go, yep, yep, Danny's right. At least it's not a pocket pussy. <laughs> and we've ruined the show again. <laughs> that's what i'm but here for that's what you are here for and my friend is as always it's been an absolute pleasure and i love having you on it's great fun oh thanks i love being on the show as well danny look forward to the next one all right take care mate all right you too and that was episode 60 of dragon quest one thank you all so much for listening and thank you for appreciating it's not the longest episode this time and thank you once again to chris and everyone who really helps out this show as I said, next week for the episode 61, it will be a bumper episode. I'll move everyone's comments from 16 Bits of Nonsense and Survival Die into this week. Until then, you all take care of yourself. I'll speak to you all soon. Bye-bye.